Welcome to another Go Ask Al episode of CooperCast. This is your host, Al's Dessert Fork, John Sachs. We answer listener questions, including hearing from Libby Titus, a song of Al's that Judy Collins once sang on TV, putting out a single of a Phil Elk song as an instrumental. After each segment, Nellie the dog adds some brief thoughts of her own. The email says, Hi, Al. Want to have a steak in a cheap hotel in Nashville so that I can choke you and don't do Heimlich Maneuver? I miss you. Donald and I have been listening to YouTube clips of you and your seriously adorable love, Libby. Now, this is from Libby Titus, Mm -hmm. who I read a book about uh, Donald Fagan. Oh, okay. She was the other half of Donald Fagan? For a, a certain amount of time. And uh, I think I read that she was a presence in, and did some music in Woodstock. Yeah, she was also with uh, Levon Helm. Oh, okay. So she was like big participant in the whole Woodstock and music of the 60s scene. Did you ever work with Libby Titus? Yeah, we wrote songs together. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Any of those songs make it on records and stuff? Probably. Yeah. I wonder what years were you co-writing with Libby Titus? I have no idea. But in Woodstock or New York City? No, I wasn't a Woodstock person. Except if occasionally you visited Dylan up there. I don't think I visited Dylan up there maybe once all right because another podcast it said you said you did visit dylan up there i'd say maybe once just once okay all right i wasn't a a a particularly big woodstock fan because just was you know new york was fabulous and people were close right and like that and i schlep an hour and a half up to woodstock (laughs) Where I didn't know my way around, and uh, where were you during the Woodstock f- infamous concert festival? I didn't do that. I know. Wh- were you just in New York, or were you? I guess. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't go either, even though I grew up very close to it. But uh, I'm not one of those people who claims to have been at Woodstock because I know that I wasn't there. Likewise. Here's a question from Jay, and Jay wants to know, Greetings, I'm curious if your song, He's a Good Cat, But He's Down and Out, was written about a person of some celebrity, or maybe just an interesting person you encountered upon Life's Highway. I love Judy Collins' version of your song as she performed it on the Merv Griffin Show. Did she do that song? Apparently she did your song on the Merv Griffin Show. I don't know if there's any YouTubes of that out there. Well, that was a very long time ago. Yeah. I don't even know that song. Oh, really? Yeah. He's a good cat, but but it, it's not on any of your solo albums. It's not on anything as far as I know. But Judy Collins did it at one point. Well. So whether it's written about somebody for real is going to be hard to say. Do you think it was from back in the... Uh, 1650 Broadway days or the village scene or something? Village scene. Village scene, okay. Because that's when you were friends with Judy. Mm-hmm. Judy Collins. 
Okay, remember there was a guy who wrote a very sweet email and he said he and some buddies were sitting in a cafe like way early for the next show and you were playing the organ for just them three guys or just for yourself and they were there. And he writes in to say that he was confused. He remembered that it was the Cafe Wa, but in fact, it was the Cafe Ogogo. That makes much more sense. And you were uh, just warming up for the Blues Project Christmas show in 1965. So he just wanted to clarify that. Good. He says, I meet with a couple guys twice a month over lunch to talk music, mostly about blues, with a focus on Al, Bloomfield, Dylan, Garcia, and more contemporary blues artists. Oh, he says, if you choose to tell Al about my mistake on a podcast and mention my name, it would blow my friends' minds. Well, sure, the guy's name is Dave Tannenhaus. So there. Do you want 18,000 more emails like that? Uh, well... Then cut this out. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) All right, this is this oddball question. Uh, What is the story behind Al's cover of Phil Oakes' song, Changes, on Verve? Did you remember recording... Changes? Yeah, yeah, I think it was an instrumental. Oh, really? Yeah. I just did it as an instrumental. So there must have been a reason for it. Oh, this is and you were is that as a solo act. Verve this would have been before Columbia, right? Would've been in the Blues Project days? Well, the Blues Project was on Verve. Right. But you did this as an individual Al Cooper thing. Well, it's a fine thing. Single. Oh, it's possible. Do you think you played it on organ or guitar? I don't know. So long ago. Well, we'll it's have like 1965. And then his other question is, did you ever talk to Phil Oaks about your doing his song? Probably not. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, was, I was very good friends with his ex-wife. Right. Not... um not Phil just no but I'm saying you know just friends just friends right okay this has been CooperCast a Go Ask Al episode brought to you by the Woodstock Boosters Club you can always submit questions for Al at alcooper.com on the CooperCast page